Good morning. 8.47 a.m. on Monday, January the 29th, 2024. Here on a partly cloudy morning on the high plains east of the Rocky Mountains in Greeley, Colorado. A lot of, uh, a lot of cirrus clouds way up high. Some really faint, some, some actual mare's tails showing up here off to the south. We got uh, what looks like a band of alto, alto cumulus, a couple of them. They're pretty high up, but they're not as high as the cirrus clouds. Uh, Chilly morning, it's not totally cold. It's not as cold as it has been. 36-ish right at the moment. So it's above freezing, but just barely. I, uh, I miss the last few days. I'm having trouble reestablishing the, the pattern, reestablishing the routine. Uh, the routine is stripped down to a half a dozen things I do in the morning and then nothing really until dinner time. I eat two or three times in the day, usually very small meals, sometimes just a piece of toast. Big meal is dinner time. Would make more sense if it was lunch, but habits. But yeah, I'm having trouble getting back in the groove. I'm having trouble getting my mojo working. Ah, shoot, I forgot to do my push-ups this morning. I have to get them in. just a few. I'm just trying to get a little bit of baseline strength built back up again. It's a pretty morning. Yesterday afternoon was really nice. It was like in this, almost in the 60s. And that's, you know, January thaw is, is a real thing. And we're expecting the weather to change around the end of the week. And whether that change is going to be a return to deep winter or something else still remains to be seen. But yeah, uh, my morning routine, even this morning, my morning routine got kind of butchered. Sidetracked. 
the haiku did not want to come together this morning. Some days it's like I need to write 25 syllables to find 17 that go together. That's it. And some days I have to write 17 lines to get three to go together. And this morning I probably wrote four or five different poems before I found one that I liked. <clears throat> what have I learned from writing a haiku a day, every day since mid-December 2022. 50-something weeks of a haiku a day. I think... I think I probably mentioned it before. Bradbury has a saying, uh, write a short story a week. Because nobody can write 52 bad short stories in a row. And the implication, of course, is that maybe one of them will be good. And I suspect it also means that as you practice more, the probability of having a good one, your ability to figure out what's a good one and what isn't, probably becomes refined after 52 weeks. I know my sense of the haiku form has, has refined itself. Whether it's refined in a way that satisfies the form, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I don't really care. It's refined in a way that satisfies me. The form itself is so amorphous, it's so... undefined, other than the 17 sounds from the original haiku. Not, they're not syllables, but they're sounds. And in English that translates sort of to syllables. Purists will argue it needs to have a break word in the third line. There are like 95 rules to writing haiku and half of them contradict the first half. Let's <clears throat> uh, I guess it is what you make it. I, and I'm I'm finding it I'm finding it helpful. <clears throat> At least it's writing something 
every day. Creating something every day. Just creating something for myself mostly. Every day, a little bit. Sometimes it's a few minutes, sometimes it's an hour. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, this is interesting. Some guy just took a pickup truck and a trailer down the side, down the sidewalk into the uh, path that I'm going to have to go to heading west toward the monk post. I wonder if they're finally going to replace the broken post. I'm walking along looking at the sky. There's a lot of blue sky. It's quite, it's quite pretty. It's quite... It's quite a sunny day. to talk about today. Mostly I think I'm trying to, I'm trying to find that, that impetus, that story that is begging to be written and I'm not finding it. If I, if I set aside the calls for the wizard's cat, if I set aside the calls for stories that are never going to happen like Sarah Krug, truck engine. I'm coming up on the turn here where that truck was. And of course it's parked right on the sidewalk. I 
utility finders. Ah, yeah, here they are. What are they doing? What kind of utility are they finding? Marking the marking the undergrounds here. Get ready. Say it with me. Monk post. They're, uh, they're digging in the cable box. I'm not sure what that all means, but okay. Easy dog. <laughs> Dogs following me along. He's inside the fence, I'm outside the fence. Which is what I hope will stay. The uh, status quo. <laughs> I had a I had a cat. I've seen a cat around the neighborhood. The cat's been around the neighborhood for a while. Uh, a very pretty... Very yellow tabby with a, a bunch of white patches. And it, it seemed like the cat saw me from like way down the block and came running in my direction started rolling around on the sidewalk, rubbing up against the gutter, and then started walking alongside me, and a tail up, little quirk. He was walking along. We were having a great walk. Thought he was gonna rub up against my leg there for a minute. I, I, I didn't really want to encourage him because I can't have another cat follow me home. That would not be that would not be good, and I'm pretty sure it's not my cat. Um, but it was just—it was just funny. It got to the the house on the corner and got to the mailbox and sat down at the foot of the mailbox, and off I went. He just sort of watched me go. Very, very strange reaction from my cat. Maybe the universe is telling me I need to not put the cat aside, I don't know. Yeah. 
I hear a train, but it's from the other side. There's a set of train tracks that runs north of uh, the city of Greeley. That, and it runs east-west. <clears throat> it crosses Route 34 down there a ways. Almost to Loveland. But it's used very seldomly. Or if, if it's used, I, I very, I'm very seldomly aware of it. Usually when I hear a train, it's, it's on the track that runs north-south on the east side of town. This morning the tracks, this morning it's, the train's on the north side. Huh. Go figure. I think it's on the north side. I, no, I don't think it's echoing from a strange direction. <laughs> I have to take the car back into the shop. The uh, power steering is still making a lot of noise. It was in the shop for a week, six days, to replace the power steering pump, which of course, required the change of a line, which of course required a specialized tool to bleed the air out of the line because third-party repair is discouraged. another way to make it happen. Spent way too long this morning um, answering a post about is self-publishing really worth it? Wouldn't it be better to go with a traditional publisher? And and the part that, that everybody who thinks they want to go with a traditional publisher misses is, is that it's going to take so long to a, find a publisher, B, get the book through the publishing process and C, maybe get it into a bookstore. That, this is a process measured in years, not weeks, not months, years. And the risk isn't that nobody will read it. The risk isn't, isn't the depth of the Amazonian sea of stuff. The risk is that it never gets out to the end of the process. The risk is that it languishes in a slush pile until you get tired of trying to deal with it or that the publisher puts it in the wrong place and no bookstore orders it, or, you know, fill in the blank. 
I mean, I get it. I thought, I thought it'd be cool to have my books on the bookstore shelf. And then I realized the books on the bookstore shelf aren't being read. Nobody's reading the books on the bookstore shelf. Now sold out of a hundred copies in every bookstore in North America. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be, uh, yeah, that would be wonderful. I'm not gonna happen because you're not gonna get a hundred copies in every bookstore in North America, unless you're Stephen King or maybe Nora Roberts. I'm pretty sure neither one of them worries about that right at the moment. So I'm trying to think of, of a story that I want to tell, I'm trying to think of a theme I want to follow. I'm talking about imposter syndrome this morning. And I made a, a, a comment that I think the only people who don't have imposter syndrome are the imposters. And half of them don't even know it. Half of them don't know that they are imposters. That's like Catch-22. Saying people want to want to section eight. Lots of walking, not a lot of talking this morning. My mouth is still dry. I'm still trying to deal with it. Still trying to deal with a lack of flavors. malfunctioning or non-functioning taste buds. For a foodie, that makes it kind of hard. Uh, it's like... It's kind of hard to get excited about food you can't taste. <laughs> kind of hard to get excited about a, a good cup of coffee you know just a good cup of coffee when the most I can say about it is it's warm some tastes I can taste I can taste bitter I can taste I can taste beer Could I taste the shin 
the uh, the very hot spicy ramen was that was that taste or was that just the spice burning the inside of my mouth I, I honestly I don't know I, I don't know how to separate those an interesting question I hadn't actually considered it until just this minute anyway oh look I'm at the back gate which is a good thing because it's 25 minutes just ambling along this morning. Not exactly aerobic territory, but at least I'm out, I'm moving. I got stink blowed off. I got some wind in my face. I had a lovely chat. But I'm at the back gate. Tomorrow is another day, and with any luck at all, I'll talk to you then.